0: Melanin Medicine, your random dose of an African girl's music. Hey. 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 <laughs> you guys should see how I record this intro for every episode. It's the most... <laughs> shadiest method but i won't lie it really works and it's way better than uploading my intro and then recording the rest of the podcast but anyway hello everyone i hope january has been good to you so far um we're actually the last stretch of the first year of the month so i think it's time for everyone to just stop saying happy new year it's becoming kind of awkward now like this is the time when you know when someone tells you i love you or i miss you and you don't feel the same way so you try to like avoid having to say it back that's just me and people who still tell me happy new year i really i totally avoid it so i'm just usually like i hope your year has been off to a good start or i hope you're well like I really try to avoid saying Happy New Year back because I feel... Ugh, I'm just tired of that greeting and I really feel like we need to move on. Anyway, I think it's been a couple of days since my last episode. So I think I need like a round of applause. Though don't get used to it. I think today I was just really inspired by um what I'm about to talk about <laughs> so let me just get straight to it um this week actually marks the fifth year since I went natural and you know the whole day I've actually just been debating about doing this episode and then I realized there was actually a way I could confirm that this is actually the anniversary of my five year is it should I call it my five year anniversary or am I forcing it I don't know So anyway, uh, my late friend, uh, Juliana, hollered at me some five years ago. And I remember she was one of the first people I sent a picture of my hair once I cut it off. And she reacted so well and, you know, made me feel a bit more confident. Because to be honest, I was those people who'd never cut their hair. Like, my mom, I had baby hair. You know how they say, if you don't cut your hair... um, you have baby hair okay at the time you know now baby hair means a totally different thing but yeah so i'd never i'd never fully cut my hair um until then and of course um at the time i you know still recovering from a breakup you know how that whole thing for a woman who cuts her hair is about to change her life blah 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 i was just the typical i was i was the typical stereotype <laughs> if that makes sense and yeah, so the main reason why I cut my hair was my hair had really been thinning out. Um, I had relaxed hair and I was not really happy with how it looked. Like I'd go to the salon and especially when I did a retouch, I hated it. I hated my hair. It looked like a wet chicken or a wet cat. It looked just horrible. So I hadn't... Um, I hadn't uh put any relaxer for a while so I just decided to cut it all, all off and I did it myself in the bathroom with a pair of scissors it was just like the most ghetto shit <laughs> but at the time it worked and yeah that marked the beginning of my natural hair journey and honestly today just looking through those texts just made me feel some type of way I really miss her Um she was an awesome friend yeah Rest in peace juliana so yeah moving on so it's been five years of being natural and i wouldn't like being natural is a totally different experience from having permed hair and for me i think the biggest contrast is okay of course <laughs> the differences are many i don't know why i'm saying the biggest contrast but I think what I remember when when I relaxed my hair, I was one of those people who my mom would never let me uh, get my hair permed when I was in primary school. Even though all the girls at the time—okay, not all, but like a, a great majority of them—had really relaxed their hair. But my mom was like, "No, you're going to relax your hair when you go to high school." So I was like, "Fine." So from one, I was taken to the salon. They put on some beautiful beginnings. <laughs> Cause you know that's what all the cool kids were doing to their hair, and yeah, that that marked my journey of being natural. I remember that year my hair was amazing; and like, it was long and it had body, and it was just really nice. And I I have one picture where I, where like I would look at that and I'm like, wow, was that my hair? And then I joined the school. I I went to a boarding school. And I decided to just, I, I know I didn't try for the swim team, or did I? I don't know. I used to go swimming every day. And then, I of course, I never knew how to take care of my hair. This was the first time I'd ever relaxed it. So no one really told me, oh, you have to treat it, you have to wash it. So I just used to go swim, swim, swim. I don't treat it. I don't wash it. So eventually, it began falling off. And like every time I'd go home, whether it's midterm or when school closes, I used to get several inches trimmed off because I wasn't taking care of my hair um but then luckily I transferred and I stopped having access to a pool and I learned how to take better care of my hair um of course then now after high school and then I went to uni and stuff like that and yeah so I can't really uh place a place what led to the deterioration of my hair but anyway now I'll just I'll back to the natural hair journey so the first thing that you realize is when you go naturally you have this expectations that your hair will be big and puffy and curly and you know like it'll look amazing but (laughs) for me I ended up looking like you know that Samuel L. Jackson meme where he's looking at you like you know what you talking about Willis but it's Samuel L. Jackson I wish I could put memes in podcasts but my hair looked nothing like I expected, and funny enough, okay, when my when my hair started growing, it it definitely had way more body, and you know it required a lot of care. I'm I'm not gonna lie. So I was always in like bantu twists and and uh, I'd braid it, you know, and then. So for me I think the the first thing that stuck out was the amount of effort I had to put in into making my hair like if I don't if I don't twist it or I don't braid it not braid it but like what's it called like braid my hair without braids if that makes sense yeah if i don't do that my hair will just look like shit if i just slap in my hair like that oh my god in the morning it's a whole entire mess i remember all my really good friends came to my house for a sleepover okay not really a sleepover we went out and i put her <laughs> So anyway, she came to my house and in the morning, she couldn't believe that that's what my hair looked like because I hadn't done anything to it. So and, you know, at the time, it's also a struggle when you can't even tie your hair into a ponytail. So, yes, it, re- it required a lot of work. And I remember like I used to research a lot and follow all these hair bloggers. So, it, you know, you learn things like the lock method, putting in le- leave in oil uh and curling cream, and you know, doing deep conditioning and pre-pooing, like you had. It's it's like a school. The national the the natural hair journey is, like I said, it requires a lot of effort. And I remember the first few years, I was quite strict about doing that, like protective styling and taking care of my hair. It was a big deal back then, and I think towards like last year or the year before. So yeah, yeah, actually 2019, I put temporary locks and I think I had them for about almost a year. And it was like the best year ever because I didn't have to deal with the hair. And then after that, I regretted staying with them for so long because it ended up cutting my hair a lot more. So last year I spent, I spent most of quarantine, I think, just... Doing a lot of DIYs. Basically braiding myself. Or like putting my hair in twists. Or like just very little manipulation. Especially since I was in the house all the time. And wigging it. uh, Which I think also just helped it grow. But like of course my hair is not. I think okay let me say. Turning natural gave me expectations. That my hair would grow to a longer length. But then. That's the thing that people never say or let me say that's the thing you set such high expectations of your hair yet it's basically determined by genes and your body so there's not there's no amount of castor oil that will make your hair grow like brass strap length for example but you can really try to take care of your hair and, and ensure there's minimal breakage and you know you're not uh, you're you're like taking care of your hair not washing it too much Uh, Not allowing product build-up. It's a lot of work. I'm not going to lie. But I think for me, right now in my natural hair journey, I've reached a point where I'm just like... I'm honestly just doing the bare minimum. And I think today I realized, because of TikTok, to be honest, um, I realized I haven't really been taking care of my hair as much as I should, especially this last year. And I think it's just because... I—it's just became okay not a bother really but let me say it it wasn't really top of mind because like I was saying I'm always just now now I'm able to tie my hair into a ponytail even like without stretching it and stuff like that so taking care of it isn't a priority anymore but in my mind I'm just like oh my god my hair is so dry my hair is so brittle and then today it hit me it's dry and brittle because you never oil it you're never moisturizing it and yeah so I think I just need to take my hair a bit more seriously now even though I'm not a rookie anymore and then another thing is because of tiktok and I mentioned this again I've been seeing a lot of a lot of girls have learned this method of like washing your hair then putting your curling cream and then scrunching it and blowing it through a diffuser or and there's also like brushing it with a Denman brush. And, you know, in my mind, I never thought of trying it till today. I tried it and I'm like, wow, my hair is actually, you know, the the curls actually quite defined. So I think that's been my biggest takeout today, which made me think about my natural hair anniversary and which is why it's led me to recording this episode. So I'm sure there are many of you who are natural and probably are feeling the same way about about being natural like i am it's a lot of work and you know just reached a point where you're just like oh do i really have to but yeah i appreciate the journey that's for sure will i continue being natural uh yes i will because i honestly feel like if i relax my hair i'll go back to point a which was the reason why i cut my hair in the first place I'm not sure. I was actually considering the other day cutting my hair again. But I'm not sure how I'd look. So that's yet to be decided. But yeah. So I just thought let me record this quick episode about my natural hair journey. Oh yeah. One last thing. Hair envy is literally the worst. I never used to experience that a lot when I had permed hair. Because you know I guess when, when your hair is permed it's either long or it's short. It's thick or it's thin. You know that was it. Now you see people's hair you're like... Wow, your hair is so thick, and then there's someone else. Wow, your hair is so curly, and then there's someone else. Wow, you really know what to do with your hair. Like the hair envies the pits. I, I really, this is what I really don't like. Since I turned natural, I'm really envious of other people's hair. It's the worst. But anyway, let's just pray that uh, if I ever get kids, they get a mixture of my parents' genes. Because I think the jeans I got is my mother's sis- no, my dad's sister's hair i'm just like god why because <laughs> my parents have such beautiful hair it's quite actually quite sad so yeah here's to loving my own hair and setting less expectations and taking much better care of it thank you love you bye